to know your plans and how involved in them I am. Hello and welcome to episode 65 of section 138. I'm your host, Mark Colley, and as always, I'm joined by Bryson and Jacob. How are you guys? I'm doing all right. Jacob, how are you? I'm good. Happy to be back. Still haven't figured out your computer, but you're still here. That's what matters. Um, as far as things to talk about today, there has been a lot of news in the last week, but it has been kind of overwhelming because it is just plan after plan after plan from Major League Baseball that we're hearing rumors about. So, Bryson, can you just kind of like break down the news that we have this week, the new plans for Major League Baseball that we're hearing? Yeah, I'd love to. So, last week when we, we spoke about the three-state plan in Texas, and it turns out, uh, as much as we dissected it and spoke about every little thing about it, uh, it turns out that's not even Plan A for Major League Baseball. And we found out a few days ago that uh, Plan A is supposed to be some sort of division, major division realignment that we've seen. And that would begin the season um, in early July. I think what the date they're targeting is July 4th. And first of all, what a patriotic day that would be for baseball to come back on the 4th of July. Uh, I guess it would be cool, too, for baseball to try and figure out a way for the Jays to play on July 1st on Canada Day. But anyways... Uh, we know that the timetable was around this time, so it just kind of just gives it a confirmation. So in terms of this new plan, this division realignment, uh, this division realignment would be a way for the season to happen and for everyone to play at their home stadium. So instead of, you know, as much as we've talked about this three-state plan, and Mark, you're the one that said too, the obsession with Arizona, um, there is t- turns out there is a way that this can, this may not even happen with Arizona and uh, Texas and Florida. So this way would be pretty much aligning, realigning the divisions to uh, 10 teams in three big divisions based off of region. And I know that based off of the region, uh, from a Blue Jays standpoint, they would be in a massive 10-team division uh, with the Yankees, the Mets, the Red Sox, the Nationals, the Orioles, the Phillies, the Pirates, the Rays, and the Marlins. So these would be the only teams the Jays would play. And that would be the new proposal for teams to obviously start. And, of course, uh, you're starting with no fans. And even John Heyman has been tweeting uh, the past couple of days that, you know, is since we've last recorded, the optimism is actually starting to increase even more. And that is pretty much um, one of the plans that they're hoping to get through. And the three-state concept that we have been talking about is actually down to the like down on their current list. So that is one of the worst-case scenarios um, if there would be a baseball season. So the Jays would only play those teams. And then, of course, the Central and the West, those teams would only play each other, which means, yes, the Dodgers and the Astros would be in the same division, which holds a lot of excitement. And um, and another interesting point is John Heyman uh, also mentioned that Major League Baseball hasn't given up the chances of having fans. Of course, I guess it's too early to even consider fans or t- too early to even rule out fans. So that's just something that's a little minor. So that would be the new proposal, and there's other little proposals that we can touch on later. Uh, an example would be a spring training one, but yeah, that is the basic big proposal that came out this week. Yeah, it is. Well, why don't Jacob? Why don't you give your thoughts on what we're hearing from Major League Baseball first? Because I have some adversarial thoughts. <laughs> to be completely honest, I really like this idea because one, it minimizes the amount of travel the that the teams need to go through because with the, they basically put the 
two East Division team uh, teams together. So instead of an AL and an NL, they just combined the East, West, and Central. So I think that's actually a really cool idea. Uh, I think only playing those ten teams. I mean, again, if it if that's what baseball has to look like, then I'm happy with it. But the only thing I'm kind of interesting to see what they would do is what they would do in the playoffs is would they kind of do a top four or a top three because normally they just have an AL champion and an NL champion, but now it's just kind of, I don't know, I'd like to see what would happen, but I think overall it's a great idea. Some new teams to see on a regular basis. You know, we don't really see a lot of NL teams. Uh, Personally, I do like the Mets. Uh, Probably get their hate on that, but I I would like to see that play in the Blue Jays. I I think it's a great idea. It freshens up who you see, and also it's baseball, so any any plan I'm, I'm welcoming to right now yeah as far as this actual plan goes like individually yeah sure this plan it's whatever i it's another plan it is it does kind of make more sense in other plans because you are real aligning teams to be focused on geography instead of leagues in the al and nl which to begin with is just uh, these leagues are just because of a weird set of historical circumstances over the last hundred years. So aligning teams by division makes more sense. But overall, I feel, at least for me personally, we're getting all these plans for Major League Baseball, and we're getting to the point where they have to actually act on it. Like the the Arizona plan, the original thought that we heard reported from Major League Baseball was that they would be starting this whole thing, starting quarantine players in mid-May. And as we record this, it's May 2nd. So, like, it's getting to the point where they actually have to stop creating new plans and start deciding which plans are feasible and whittling them down until we have a actual uh, plan that we can implement. So, it's getting to the point where we need to start doing things and stop just theorizing and putting it into practice. So I'm from that perspective, I am really frustrated that major league baseball just keeps, I know none of this is official via statements for major league baseball. It's just being reported secondhand by guys like Jeff Passan, John Rosie, other guys like that. But it's frustrating that we aren't hearing of any steps towards actually playing. All we're hearing about is just continued brainstorming. And to me, at this point in the game, we have to be past that stage. We can't be stuck at the point of brainstorming when we're getting to the point where they would be starting to play under some of the plans. Like, it is at the point where Major League Baseball has to start actually doing something to be able to play. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of things from this plan. these plans. Um, I guess this one, in comparison to a the, the bubble plan and the three states... Um, and first of all, in terms of what you mentioned, Jake, about the playoffs, the one thing we do know is it will be expanded no matter what the format will be. That is unclear right now if this plan goes through. So the report is, you know, probably it's probably likely going to be 14 teams instead of 10. Uh, so that'll be interesting how that uh, is worked out. But the, the couple of things I want to take away from this and I'm going to be comparing it again to other leagues just because of the athlete's standpoint, because I'm sure the athletes are all in the same boat. Um, yesterday, there was a report about the NHL, how there was a whole, bunch of, a whole bunch of hub city plans. And it turns out that the Players Associate, Association or the uh, Back to Work Committee, they have some sort of committee uh, with the players. They're actually very hesitant about hub cities. They actually want to 
resume play uh, at their home arenas and in their home cities. And the biggest reason for that is because they don't want to be quarantined away from their families. And I'm sure it can be compared to all of the other athletes, and in this case, um, including baseball. And maybe that is why this is taking so long. Maybe there is a huge, you know, maybe there's a lot of negotiations going on. Well, we know there is uh, about why or is it really worth it for players to be quarantined away from families for months. And we know there's been a few players that have come out, baseball players that have come out and have been hesitating this, that have been saying this. And Mike Trout specifically came out and said, you know, I'm expecting the birth of my child in the next few months. What happens when I want to go uh, see the birth of my child? Am I going to have to sit out for two weeks once I get back? And that is one thing I'm thinking. And the other thing is definitely because of the testing. Uh, you need an ample amount of testing for any of this to happen. And who knows what type of resources would be available for leagues to, when they come or if they come back. And that is one thing that, you know, leagues want to have down pat because, of, again, we've discussed this, the domino effect. What happens if one player tests positive? And we've talked about it so many times. So that's one thing. And I really think that there's a lot of negotiations where players are trying as much as they can to play in their home cities compared to being quarantined away from their families. And maybe that's creating a delay. Who knows? Um, you know, these hub, or at least this three-state plan we know is one of the last case scenarios or one of the last resorts for baseball to fall back on. So I guess, again, we got to keep waiting. And, you know, the more we wait, it seems the more <laughs> plans keep coming out. Mark, you were sarcastically saying last week, next thing you know, there's going to be a 20-state plan. And sure enough, <laughs> uh, this report came out that they actually want to play in all of their home stadiums. And, you know, it's just something that is going to take a lot of work. And who knows, maybe there's a fear factor in this too. Like you said, Mark, you want... You know, you you were saying how you want actually you actually want Major League Baseball to act on this, and I'm sure a lot of people do. But I think there might be a little bit of a fear factor here between all of the leagues because we haven't heard anything about official dates. And when there is official dates, you know, they keep getting pushed back. You know, we we saw in the NBA they were going to be opening practice facilities, and all of a sudden that has been pushed back to May 8th now in some states where restrictions have been eased. So there's a fear factor here. You don't want to be that first league to open up and. If something happens that's bad, you're going to look like the bad league compared to another league who is still being cautious. So that's a really big factor right now. And who knows how long this is going to keep going on for. But it just seems that these return to plays are getting more complicated with more. And of course, we're hearing a lot about other plans. So who knows what the future holds here. But definitely very interesting uh, with this plan that came out this week. I think, to be honest, the fear factor is probably the most prominent aspect of why this is taking so long because like you said you don't want to be the first league to open up and then have something horrible happen and then all of a sudden a huge number of people get affected uh, i think that's probably the biggest problem because you know the whole purpose of the social distancing thing is to slow the spread and if say somebody does have it and they sit in their house well then they can't pass it on and i think that's what the league is so worried about having is if you have one player or a staff member or anybody test positive, they won't know it for a long time or a couple of weeks. So then, then in that time period, they could pass it on to numerous players and staff. And I don't, I don't know if fans would be as at risk. I mean, like it depends on how they go about adding fans in, but I just think that's the, the biggest issue. They don't want to, uh, flatten the curve as best they can and then reopen the league and then uh, all of a sudden there's a huge outbreak again because 
then we're basically back to square one. We're stopping play for a couple months, and then who knows if we'll even get anything in this season. Yeah, there are, as we've talked about, so many holes in this, and it's interesting that, Bryson, you brought up Mike Trout wanting to see the birth of his child, because under this, would you be able to leave for even just a few days to see your child, or would you have to go through quarantine on both sides of it, going through, you know, a month of missing baseball just to see your child for one or two days? Like, there's a lot of parts of this that aren't fitting, but I'm still very frustrated that Major League Baseball isn't getting anywhere with these proposals. I mean, the commissioner's office right now seems to be kind of like a slotted spoon in in terms of leaks from their office because we're hearing every single plan that they come up with so that to me indicates that they have made no progress on actually getting towards one of these plans actually taking a step towards one of these plans and that is very concerning to me especially when they are talking consistently about baseball by late june early july but it's getting to the point where you have to start doing things to get to be able to play baseball by that time. And, I mean, I sympathize with them. It is an incredibly tough thing, and and you mentioned the fear factor. If they choose one of these plans and it ends up being the wrong plan and we can't play baseball this season, a lot of people are going to be, you know, attacking them and very upset, and teams are going to be losing a lot of money and a lot of different factors and moving parts within Major League Baseball are going to be losing a lot of money. So the fear factor is real, and it's emboldened by the fact that you also have other leagues that may take different approaches, and if their approach succeeds and Major League Baseball's approach fails, then that puts you in a really tough position. But at some point, you have to take the leap. At some point, you have to decide that this is what we're going with. If it fails, it fails, but we have to do something. And I think we are at the point right now that Major League Baseball has to do that. So I'm hoping we hear the news of, you know, an actual plan put into place, uh, hopefully, ideally, within the next two weeks. If not, I think we're just going to be keep pushing stuff back and back and back. Yeah, I think... I think the cru- a crucial point of this, I think if there's no plan in place by the end of May, I really think there needs to be consideration for possibly canceling the year. I know, you know, there's been lots of optimism. Um, we know that, you know, people, again, we've seen so many reports on Twitter that people are so confident that there is going to be a baseball season. And uh, Rick West had tweeted out last night that U.S. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says that he was told by Commissioner Rob Manfred that there is a plan to begin the season around July 4th. So who knows how legitimately this plan is? Like we said, who knows how much progress they made and if it's even finalized or if it's just something that we've read upon that's been reported. And there are so many other factors that are we've seen of the fallout of this plan. Uh, one would be the draft, uh, which we'll touch on in a bit later, and the recent deal that Major League Baseball made with the umpires. Um, even spring, even spring training sites. We'll all touch on this in a bit. But the one thing I want to touch upon now is the minor league baseball season. And we know that based off of, again, reports that we've seen, uh, Mark, because that's pretty much all we've had access to in Jacob, um, we don't, there's not really a lot of optimism for a minor league season. But then uh, Jeff Passan tweeted out that they haven't even canceled their minor league baseball season yet. So that's a whole mess that they also have to figure out for their minor league players. And based off of what I've read, I believe that 
the minor league baseball season uh, is gate-driven. I don't want to confirm that because I don't know, but I believe it is. And if there is a minor league season, how is it? How is a minor league baseball season going to look like? Because we know that if there's if there's a major league baseball season, uh, there's going to be expanded rosters, um, you know, additional call-ups. There's even been you know rumors of taxi squads. Now I don't even know what that means, but it, it must be mean some sort of team or a little group of players that you put together that are kind of just waiting, um, you know, just in case they're they're on standby. And, you know, how does that look for a triple-A, double-A, A baseball season if you have a whole, you know, essentially a spring training roster for your your MLB team? So there's a whole lot of other problems there with the minor league baseball season. I don't know if you want to add anything else to that, but, um, you know, we know that there's increased optimism. But, Mark, again, you know, you just mentioned it. Every time we seem to have this plan come out, uh, we've noticed the common trend that there hasn't been any actual action that's taken place. So hopefully that changes, but... In my opinion, the end of May, you know, I think that's got to be the time where you have a legit plan in place where you've announced it because we know that players are going to need up to three weeks to get ready, you know, spring training. That's uh, also up in the air. Where's that going to happen? We, we've seen reports that it's going to could either happen usually in Arizona or Florida, but now there's reports that it might happen at their home stadiums to save time and save expenses. So there's a whole bunch of question marks that have to happen before, during and after the season. And there's also the draft. So I don't know. Yeah, if you guys want to add anything else to that, but, you know, just so many holes still that have to be filled. Yeah, and there's so many ripple effects of all of this past just, you know, playing games at the major league level, as you mentioned. And I think we're going to talk about later the draft, major league draft. That's another ripple in terms of amateur players. There's minor leaguers. It is extensive and um, unrelenting. Uh, is the amount of uh, of different layers and, and ripples of this as we look of at all the effects and how to solve the problems of this. So again, I don't envy the role of the commissioner right now, but I think that they have to step up and they have to start whittling down their options in terms of um, playing baseball this season. Because we keep hearing that, oh yeah, we're encouraged. We're definitely going to play baseball this season. We are fairly confident that we're going to be on the field. And yet there are no plans that are specific and firm and definite as of yet. So that's what I'm hoping to see within the next, I said two weeks, you mentioned uh, by the end of May. Personally, I think it has to be by like May 15th. You have to have a clear plan because you have to have at least a few weeks to set it up, and then you have spring training, as you mentioned, and then to actually have a start date by July 4th, as you said earlier, it's got to be a, a three to four week spring training and then two weeks planning time. So I think that puts us at May 15th for kind of a deadline to get a plan going in order to be able to play by July 4th. But uh, that's just what I'm thinking. Again, I don't envy whoever is in charge of making this decision. But uh, Bryson, you wanted to talk about the draft there's some news that the players association rejected the uh commissioner's office proposal for the draft yes there is uh yesterday there was a plan or there's actually we've known about this for a few weeks how they were gonna uh try and shorten this and we even had a topic on this where we discussed and mark you were against the idea of just because of the rounds being so much shorter um they plan to have the draft to be around five or ten rounds and it is still scheduled to take place on June 10th, but news came out yesterday that the player, the union, um, rejected this idea. And of course, the uh, elephant in the room, or the biggest reason why, is just because of the draft length. Um, I guess, you know, just because of what's going on, uh, how there's no 
sports being played, it's a lot harder for teams to kind of scout or make draft decisions. And it's usually 40 rounds, so it's a pretty significant uh, chunk that's being taken out here. And it's also something to do with bonuses or, you know, money that's involved for uh, high higher draft picks in the early rounds. So there's a whole lot of financial issues that have to be sorted out here. And this, as we mentioned, this is another ripple effect of what's going on with this uh, proposal. You know, without a, they still haven't reached an agreement and June 10th is supposed to be the draft day. And a few days after we recorded a podcast last week, they announced that it would be a virtual draft as we all predicted and as was kind of the common sense answer to uh, what was gonna what it was gonna look like? So you know that's another problem here that the uh, the players in the union are gonna have to figure out. But I just you know I I wanted to get your opinions on or maybe to add on like um, do you agree with it? You know even Jacob uh, do you even agree with it being five or ten rounds or what do you think the union's more looking for uh, in terms of financially or trying just to try to extend the draft as much as possible so players can get drafted because you know players that aren't getting drafted that's just leaving a whole lot of players out of the game of baseball and that's their future that they've pretty much committed to playing so a whole lot of issues here with the draft as well so I'd like to get your thoughts on that to be fair to the MLB I do understand why they want to cut a large portion of the draft out just because like you said there are not people playing right now so you can't finalize any decisions on who you want to pick and even once you get past the first few rounds you can't even make any more decisions because if it's a lower draft pick, well, it's it's a little bit harder to make your decisions just because you aren't seeing them play. So you can't get any final opinions on them. Uh, but also to the player association, I do understand why they want that or reject that idea because, again, these are a lot of young players who are trying to make a living and if they're basically being told you cannot – or you're not being given the opportunity to play for an organization, then they're pretty much without a job. So I just, as for what should be done, I I do want to say they should just do a full draft or at least least half of a draft. I kind of don't know if they can do that just because of, like I mentioned, people aren't playing right now. So it is hard, but... I don't know. It is tough. I think if they were to do a full draft, I think that players would be selected maybe a lot higher or lower than they should be because of the inability to watch their abilities on the field. So I I don't know. I think maybe the best option is pushing the draft back a little bit. Even if you're able to get a few weeks or a few months of baseball in before a draft, that's probably a lot better than what they would do on June 10th because even at that point, you might only get a couple weeks in of baseball by that point, not even. So I think, you know, honestly, they, they just kind of have to put the draft on hold for right now if they want a full draft or because clearly the, the Players Association is not agreeing with this quarter uh, of a draft, if you will. So I think you, ju- you just got to wait a little bit. You can't just jump the gun and say, we're going to draft these players and then all of these other guys are not going to be playing for right now. That's just not fair to them, I don't think. Yeah, I 100% agree because uh, I, I think they should push back the draft to maybe even like August if we consider that much because then at least over the summer as social distancing 
um, uh, regulations are relaxed. The, the scouts can have time to scout players and check them out, see what players are interested in, and at least that way they have teams have the opportunity to get to know the players that they're drafting. And if that's the case, so then you can expand the draft to 20, 25, maybe 30 rounds. Um, so you're not missing out on that large amount of talent. You're still drafting players that you know about, that you're aware about. And uh, in total, we're solving a lot of problems we have with you know, talent down the line not being enough in minor league baseball. So I think that's the best approach for both Major League Baseball and the Players Association to take at this time. But again, it's a sticky situation, and I don't envy Rob Manfred. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, just a few little uh, points before we wrap it up here. Um, You know, just some news out of the whole sports world. Um, The Little League World Series was officially canceled uh, for August, as we expected to happen. Same with the NBA lottery and um, the draft combine. But one thing that is returning on May 17th, and it's something that I will be watching for the first time. I don't know if you guys will, and I'll ask you guys. uh, NASCAR is supposed to be returning on May 17th. Now, I've never even been a whole NASCAR fan before, but it's something that's live, and I'm definitely going to tune into it uh, for the first time and probably watch more than a lap. So that'll be interesting. So I just wanted to know um, if you guys were going to tune into that. And second of all, uh, progress continues in the Korean Baseball League, where uh, based off of how quickly tests or, or coronavirus, coronavirus cases are uh, declining, they're actually moving forward with a plan which will start to allow 20 to 25% uh, percent of capacity uh, in their stadiums, and it will gradually increase. So that's great news to hear over in South Korea. And we mentioned this before, that is something that Major League Baseball must play close, uh, pay close attention to. And I guess it gives us hope for when things get better because they're getting really they're getting a lot better in Korea. So hopefully we can maybe move into that point late this year if there was ever a playoff season. Uh, that'd be cool to allow some fans in, but that's way too early of a discussion now. It's probably the last thing that sh- they should be thinking about. But yeah, I just wanted to mention those uh, few things to you guys. Yeah, I um I have watched NASCAR a little bit. I have a friend who is really into racing. So I've watched some stuff with him, and we actually went to a uh, there's a, a a racetrack in New Hampshire. It's called the Loudon Speed Track or something, and it's a it's either a NASCAR or a one of those racing. I I know nothing about racing, but one of those. So I went to a race there, and it was you know 300 laps. Not very exciting. It's not the sport for me, but uh, I've watched it before, and I can't say that I'll be watching this on May 17th. But yeah. It's cool that some sports are coming back, and hopefully in a responsible way, um, depending where in the U.S. they're um, being brought back. But, yeah, it's uh, it's a difficult conversation for when to reopen things. Yeah, and I guess, um, just before again, sorry, I'm just seeing a lot more stuff. In an actual baseball Blue Jays perspective here, I want to just mention that um, they had a few analysts or reporters had a conference call with Pete Walker yesterday. And he's just been updating saying players or pitchers are steadily throwing programs to have them in striking distance. And he also mentioned somebody who I thought would have made the opening day uh, rotation is that Ryan Barucki is making a lot of progress and should be right in the mix again for a rotation spot uh, if spring training continues or if the season continues. So that's just something I wanted to get out there because that's just something that we're kind of used to talking about, actual Blue Jays news. So that's definitely good news to hear that uh, Ryan Barucki is progressing well. I think Miami is actually pretty lucky. Obviously, the injuries are not good, but in terms of not having to miss any playing time because nobody's playing is actually kind of good for him because he's able to rehab on his own 
and he doesn't really give himself the pressure of wanting to get better quickly so that he can get back to playing. So he can just relax, take things as slow as he wants, and then hopefully if we do see baseball soon or within the next couple months, maybe he can can make the rotation after having a thorough recovery. Yeah, he kind of got lucky with that. And um, just a reminder for everyone, if you don't remember what he was dealing with before the season started, he was um, starting, started ramping up throwing, and then he had some uh, uh, soreness, and they just shut him down for a week or two, um, and then they were ramping things up. But uh, And then he was expected to join the rotation probably a few weeks into the season. But, yeah, great to get some Blue Jay news in on this Blue Jay podcast. <laughs> but I think that's pretty much all we have to talk about today. Thank you to everyone who listened. And as always, if you enjoyed it, please rate and review our podcast on iTunes. It helps spread the word. And uh, I guess just stay safe and cross your fingers that we hear something from Major League Baseball by next week. But we'll catch you then. to know your plans and how involved in them are